we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. The Cheers to Comics Podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics Podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 191. And at last, we are back to talk about new books. Not many new books, but new books nonetheless. It's been way too long, and uh, yeah, we've got we've got just a few things to talk about. But first, I got to tell you all about those who support this podcast. And that'd be the sponsors. Support those that support this podcast. Go to Hooked on Comics. Well, you don't go to Hooked on Comics. You support Hooked on Comics. You go to NSCLiveTV.com to support Hooked on Comics. You go to the Hooked on Comics Facebook page. And you can even find Hooked on Comics in the Cheers to Comics Facebook page. Because every time they go live with their auction action, it gets shared out. So, find Hooked on Comics Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. For tons of great action, and also all through the week. You could find them all through the week. They pop up in the afternoon. They do bin sales. Uh, it's it's just a great place to get your comics if you're afraid to go out into the public. And I don't judge you for being afraid. I wouldn't go out if I didn't have to myself. So, once again, Hooked on Comics, NSCLiveTV.com, Tuesdays at 6 Eastern, Saturdays at 7 Eastern. And as always, NSCLiveTV.com is your home for the best in auction action. Now, um, let's let's get down to it. Let's get right down to it. Uh, actually, no, we're not. We're going to talk a little bit of news first. <laughs> uh, don't worry. We are going to talk new books, I promise. But we do got a little bit of news to talk about. Um, Marvel. Uh, let's, let's talk Marvel. Uh, they canceled 53 covers. 53 variant covers were canceled. They had these three goofy little themes, and I say goofy because that's what Marvel does. They had these goofy little themes that they were going to do. Um, Living Vampire, Dark Marvel, and Sneakers. Honestly, honestly the Dark Marvel thing kind of sounded a little intriguing, but Living Vampire, did we really need a bunch of fucking Morbius covers? And Sneakers... I'm not even... Don't make me go on this fucking rant right now. Fucking sneakers. You're going to bring fucking sneaker... Ugh. But it doesn't matter. It, it, it's fucking done. They, they canceled it. Uh, what does this tell me? What does this tell me? It tells me there's a lot of fucking fat being trimmed. And fatty fat at that. Not even tasty fat. Just that clog in your arteries fat. Sorry, am I a little cranky this morning? Uh, no. No, I'm not, actually. If anything, I'm fucking relieved. I'm relieved. Um, I, uh, I, I, I recorded an episode yesterday with, um, a beast in the industry. Somebody that knows more about this industry than anybody alive. That episode's gonna go up, um, Monday. 
And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But it, uh, the reason why I mentioned that is because we talked about the state of the industry and the moves being made and how they relate to the potential future or lack thereof of the printed comic book industry, at least to the, the you know, the, the mass direct market. And things like this, Marvel doing things like this just furthers my um, uh, doubts <laughs> in there being much of a future in comics. Uh, no, I'm not happy to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. And, and don't, they're still going to make the stories, I would imagine. You know, the, the, the art of creating comics isn't going to end, but the way they're distributed will be ending soon. Uh, I, I really, really believe that. And things like this, Marvel doing, you know, cutting back on shit tons of money. Uh, because, I mean, in a normal market, yeah, they fucking bank on those covers. There's a bunch of people out there that are like, Oh, I like fucking sneakers. I want to see Spidey sneakers. Um, and no, I'm not making fun of you. I'm not. It's just, uh, I'm the guy. I, I like dark stuff. Let me see dark Marvel. You know, I'm I'm that guy too. So, fucking, yeah, I'm... I'm uh, in a normal world, pre-corona... Those books sell. Now, with a big old recession fixing to potentially happen, more than likely happen, I mean, it's Disney's going to lose money by printing all those covers because people aren't going to buy fucking covers just for, yeah. It's, it's People are going to be saving their money, and I think Marvel knows that. So 53 cover artists um, did a bunch of work for nothing is what it seems like, or we're scheduled to do something, and yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever, it's uh, not great news, but at the same time, yeah, that's, that's, uh, having a bu all of those variants isn't really great for the industry either, I don't know, I, maybe I'm wrong on that, who knows, um, now let's, let's move into DC, DC and Diamond, once again, further affirmation to my um, previous claims. DC and Diamond have been at it, head-to-head. -head. Um, previews popped off this, this new comic book day, and when it came in, and this was hard news not for me to break, but I was, I made a promise that I wouldn't break this news, um... Because we didn't, at the same time, we didn't really know what it meant. But previews came out with no DC publication in it. No DC order form. And, ah, uh, my jaw hit the floor. That was, yeah, that was scary. It was fucking scary. Well, um, they, they did put out a, a, a version of it digitally, I guess. So, yeah, uh, it's just, well... DC and Diamond were slightly parting ways, and DC saying, well, we're done with Diamond, and Diamond saying, oh, no, 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 I could totally still, and we're not done, they're just finding other things, too. Uh, yeah, well, we still don't know how the fuck anybody feels about anything. So, DC, <laughs> uh, is, <laughs> is now right back at Diamond's throat, throwing shade, saying, look, a bunch of DC books are being delayed again. 
again, and this time, this is all Diamond's fault. This isn't Corona's fault. This isn't us making any whatever. Diamond is just delaying a bunch of fucking DC books. Now, I would imagine that this is Jeppy saying, well, fuck you, DC. You're going to shake things up. You're going to move new books to Tuesdays and all that shit. And, um, yeah, so we're going to maybe not ship some books for a few weeks we'll see i know like batman and the outsiders is in that list uh, there there's a few books on that list there's a few books and dc's not happy so dc claps back and they put out their own v- publication and it, i mean granted it makes sense it may not have necessarily been an immediate clap back to that but um they, uh, uh, yeah, they have launched DC Connect because now they're running through fucking Midtown and that other one. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember their fucking names. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, hmm, hmm. They got their own shit now. DC Connect, uh, believe that's gonna be popping off here real, real soon. It's just, Diamond can't sustain without DC. I I really don't think they can. Even with Marvel there, I don't... If other people are taking other avenues and things are being released at different times, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Steve Jeppy's a smart fucking guy and he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. But, oh man, this is just... This is too much... To, to do in the midst of all of this. And that's why I think that DC is very methodically planning all of this. Like, there is... You know, the deal was released before coronavirus. I mean, Jim Lee knew shit was... He was on the hot seat way before all of this. And now they're just using this as, a, as an excuse, the, the, these times as an excuse to say, well, we're doing all this because, you know, these unprecedented times. Now, this is me just speculating, obviously. But yeah, that, but at the same time, no, they, they, they needed to, to make moves because AT&T was going to lay down the hammer, and um, yeah, fucking, I don't know, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke and mirrors. Every every bit of good news that DC or, or Diamond relays, I believe that there's uh, much more underlying bad news behind it. They're painting a pretty picture uh, just before they fucking lock the doors on us. And that's this is scary. This is scary. I should be upset. I should be fucking raving. I should not be happy. As somebody that has a comic book podcast based off of the release of new comics for the most part, um, I should be fucking terrified. But I have faith. I have faith that the the industry will pull through. Not the market. The industry. So, um, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I just... Uh, if things start going to Penguin, and, you know, borders start popping up again, and Barnes and Nobles start fucking being built, and that's how we're getting our comics, and comic book stores close, then, I mean, it's bittersweet, Uh, but in the long run, we're in this for comics, and comic book stores that want to sell comics will adapt to survive, or they'll just become something that dies, so... This is this is the reality. Are you awake yet? 
Let's talk new comics. <laughs> oh, man. Um, there, I, I've got three books to talk about this week. They really did just kind of ease it in. There's uh, a whole lot of Vaseline, if you will. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to bum you guys out. I don't want to bum you guys out, but I also... You know, I'm, and I'm not the guy that's saying, "Oh, I'm gonna say it first, and I want to be the right, you know, the, the first one to be right." That's that's not it either. I'm just for anybody that may care about this industry as much as I do. I'm just uh, letting you know how I feel about it, and God, maybe prepare you a little bit because if you didn't know and you uh, care, if I didn't, if the doors just locked on me and I didn't know what I know now. Um, I I don't know what the fuck I would do. You know, I hear it all the time. I I get people calling the shop. Oh, well, you know, I, I mean, obviously pre last Wednesday. I go, when's I need to pick up my books? I have you guys haven't sent me books in months. It's like, how do you not know what's going on? But I guess there are people that don't know what's going on. So I'm letting you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. As I drink my green juice. Uh, yeah, not toasting no beers this morning. Apologize, this episode is just a wee bit late, but I'm still trying to figure out fucking scheduling releases with this this podcast now. Now that, you know, I mean, now that new books are on Tuesdays and everything, I thought I was going to do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I thought I had it, and then I realized, oh, fuck, books are Tuesday now, so I'm going to be putting out reviews on books that are, I, I don't know. So forgive me as I figure out the the proper releases of this podcast. Unprecedented times. Alright, let's talk new books. I've got an indie book to talk about. Don't have much to say about it just because I'm a little fucking confused. But it's it's definitely a visual book, that's for sure. So let's talk about Ludocrats. Ludocrats number one. And I will go on to say that um, any book that has come out or from last week or will be coming out for the next couple of weeks are probably going to be l- very low produced. So over time, these books really... Co- I mean, I guess I'm going to move into back up into speculation corner for a second. Um, I forgot how to do the format of this podcast. It's been a couple of months. <laughs> um, uh, well, books like Ludocrats may have extremely low print runs. So, I mean, who knows how how these these books gain value. I mean, even even, you know, the DC books could have very low print runs. So, who knows? Who knows? So, let's talk Ludocrats. Ludocrats number 1. This is Kieran Gillen, Jim Rossinal, uh Jeff Stokely and Tamra Bonvillan. Uh covered by Jeff Stokely. Uh, the cover, I actually got the Virgin cover, I guess they're calling it like an April Fool's cover or something like that. I don't know, there was a, I saw three different covers. I saw one with trade dress, one that was kind of a virgin, and I say kind of a virgin because there's a talk bubble in it. Um, and then uh, then there's one that has uh, the, 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 the text within the, the word balloon. So... I don't know. The one I have is C. It's the one with nada on it. It's just, yeah, a blank word balloon. Your talk bubble or whatever the fuck. I'm pretty sure people like word balloon. I think that's the proper uh, terminology there. Hmm. So, this book 
is not for kids, despite how cartoony and bubbly it may look on the outside. It is a very sexualized book, without any nudity, mind you. But they talk about steel labia and a whole lot of humping and um, the thrust pumping and uh, there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of sexuality going on in it. Oh, same time a lot of violence, for sure. Uh, right off the bat, our main character Otto he's covered in blood and apparently that's just a costume. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But essentially, what I gathered out of this, from what I gathered out of this, Otto, he likes to hump a lot. He's got a seed to spread, and he needs to, air quote, couple with someone. Well, it turns out he couples a lot. Uh, but um, not the right one. Well, he comes across this, this um, well, I guess her name is Grady, And she's this, I don't know, very, hmm... I don't know how to put it, sought after type of thing. Everybody wants to couple with, but like she's got labia that's made of steel. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, you, you you see you see where I'm at on this. Well, when the hyper pope decides that uh, Grady isn't ludicrous enough for this world. Um, he sends guards after her, and this displeases Otto. So, what I say, not ludicrous enough, the book starts out with Otto actually beheading someone because he is not ludicrous enough. Apparently, you have to just be off-the-wall, batshit, fucking goddamn crazy to maintain the status of life within this world. And... Uh, Grady has been accused of not being cray-cray. So, hmm, uh, Otto disagrees, says that bitch is totally cray-cray. Have at thee. And there you go. That's ludocrats. Uh, I definitely see a market for this, no doubt. I really do. The art is fucking fantastic. The creature and character design is very silly. Like, I get a very Rick and Morty vibe out of this, I'm not gonna lie. But, with all that being said, the whole... Um, my name's Buck and I came to fuck type of mentality. Ah, that's, that's not for me in my comics. Not for me, at least. Not for me. But, eh, I'm, can't, can't like them all. I can't like them all. That'd be weird if I did. I don't think you guys would trust me if I liked them all. But nevertheless, I'm not going to, um, un, unrecommend this book. That's just not how I roll. <laughs> That's not it. I know that there's a market out there. There's seven fucking billion people. Um, we do have a couple of DC books to talk about, but just a couple. Uh, we've got Justice League. Justice League is back. Justice League number 44. We're starting a new arc here. This is Cold War Part 1, Monsters Within. Robert Venditti, Zermanico, and Romulo Fajardo Jr., uh, no, I did not make those words up. And then there's cover by Francis Manpool. So, uh, no, I actually, I, I really do dig this creative team. <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, oddly enough, it's got a lot of fun words in there. Vendidi, Vendidi, Zermanico, Romulo, Fajardo. Come on, it's fun. Let's say it together. Just kidding. So the Justice League. The Justice League are called to action. 
uh, by Aquaman. Can't get a hold of Aquaman because Aquaman's busy fighting some motherfucking monsters. Um, yeah, well, as the Justice League arrive, the Javelin gets attacked. The Javelin being the, you know, the little, little, they're Quinjet. There you go. <laughs> so the Javelin gets attacked by a bunch of monsters of myth, as Wonder Woman describes them. Um, but, you know, she's able to, to, to save the jet from crashing because, you know, the thing gets, the, the, the jet's going down and Batman says, Flyers, get the fuck out of here. So Batman and the Flash are stuck in the jet. Well, Green Lantern and Superman and Wonder Woman are off fighting all these fucking monsters and shit, these mythical monsters. Uh, fucking Griffin and what have you. And, uh, yeah, but thankfully Wonder Woman saves Quinjet. Or not Quinjet, Jesus, I did it to myself. The Javelin. Boom. Aquaman greets them. Well, um, as soon as, you know, the, the Justice League get down on the land, the, the creature that Aquaman's finds like, oh shit, peace bitch, I'm out. And Aquaman's like, well, guess money to do Justice League. Well, you guys wanna stick around? Help me out with all this? Um, by the way, Wonder Woman, what the fuck's up with all these guys? Because this is kind of your realm, mythical creatures, and she says, yeah, pretty sure me and my... Me and my me and my bitches we walk we locked up uh, all of these motherfuckers in Tartarus way back in the day. Don't know why they're released, but here they are. And then they turn around and uh, there's a bunch of fucking goddamn beasts ready to fight them. So that one that you know seemingly ran away just went and called some motherfuckers for backup. And uh, yeah, oh, this is happening. So, um. Particularly after Wonder Woman, though, naturally. She's their captor. Uh, how they got released? Not totally sure. Or are we? So, the <laughs> the, the Justice League, they, they take care of shit. Um, they start... Uh, and by take care of shit, uh, I, I honestly I, I don't remember if they retreat or they fuck these creatures up. Pretty sure they fuck them up. Um, yeah, so then they start kind of turning on each other. And I don't mean necessarily turning on each other, but they start resenting each other. And you start seeing this this green in their eyes. You know, Superman's like, oh, I'm always carrying the team. And Batman, fucking Superman, you're blah, 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 blah. And green Lantern's got shit to bitch about. And Wonder Woman's got shit to bitch about. And then shows up Spectre. So we realize Spectre's got some, got his little finger all up in this bullshit. So there you go. Justice League number 44. I'm excited to see Spectre. It's cool to see uh, you know, a, a new story arc starting. Uh, I really do feel like nothing that... And, and, and Snyder's 39-issue run meant anything at this point. Uh, but at the same time, it's whatever. As, uh, what I can say for that is if you're looking to jump on Justice League, start at number 40. Because... It's a whole new thing. Or you could, fuck, for that matter, start at 44. Start at 44. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. And no, I do, uh, I'm not doing the time descriptions, I don't think, anymore. I guess I didn't really do my whole little disclaimer in the beginning of this about how I curse and I leave time descriptions and whatnot. Or um, time stamps in the description. Um, I was fucking... I'm going to let you know what to talk about. Ahead of time. I'm not going to talk about a book before I say the title. No. There's something you're not ready to have spoiled for you. Just skip ahead a couple of minutes. You'll figure it out. 
You guys are smart. That's what I realized. I realized my listeners are smart, and I don't need to hold your fucking hands through this. So, yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate that. So, let's talk the last overview of the week. Deceased. Deceased Unkillables, number three. This wraps up the little three-parter. Tom Taylor, Carl Moster, Trevor Scott, Neil Edwards, and Rex Locus. Covered by Howard Porter. All right. Oh, this is probably good together. Orphanage. Orphanage is being attacked. Mirror Master fucked some shit up. Mm, yeah, he's got. A, he sent all of these these um, anti-living through. And I'm not gonna say zombies. Anti-living through the mirrors after the orphanage. It's up to Grundy and crew to well not let the orphans die. And by Gundy, Grundy and crew, I guess we can kind of recap a little bit. Um, there's Commissioner Gordon in there. There's, uh, oh, what's-his-face? <laughs> oh, you know what's-his-face. God damn it. What is a Creeper. Creeper and uh, Deathstroke and Red Hood and uh, Cassie Kane and, yeah, a few others. But... Really, Grundy's taking the brunt out of all of it. He's adamant these kids are gonna fucking not be hurt. And I, I will say, it's it's pretty fucking cool how Tom Taylor uh, gives these these villains a, a really great, well, go at being heroes. Uh, you know, they, they've taken to these, these orphans, they've trained these orphans to be able to survive. They're all killers in their own way now. But at the same time, they still got... The childlike qualities. Oh, Cheetah's in there too. I gotta mention Cheetah. Can't forget Cheetah. She's a big part of this. So yeah. So um, Mirror Master opens up the mirrors, and the unliving are pouring through, and Grundy's just fucking shit up. But it's not looking good for him. So Creeper shows up, and he's able to get him the fuck out of there. And uh, one theme you have to keep in mind are tree lobsters. That's the thing that they brought up in issue one. That's what all these. These, uh, and I'm not going to get into what Tree Lobsters is. Go back and read issue one. Uh, No, the point of this podcast is not so you don't have to read the books. It's just to kind of give you some more insight. I'm not going to tell you everything that goes on. Not everything. So yes, Creeper saves Grundy and we get, you know, Tree Lobsters stick together. So now we got to hop on some buses and get these kids to fucking safety. So we got a Batmobile and uh, two buses, I believe, with the, the, the team split up. And, yeah, well, unfortunately, there's mirrors on the bus, and that means Mirror Master is able to show up, and Mirror Master starts causing a little bit of chaos, even fucking takes one of the goddamn kids, takes a fucking kid, Jesus, Jesus Christ, um, yeah, well, that's nothing, uh, I, I mean, they eventually, they rip fucking Mirror Master's head off, uh, Cheetah does, Cheetah's too fucking fast, never saw it coming, well, Wonder Woman arrives. Remember Wonder Woman? Yeah. It's kind of a bitch that she's she's still around in our all might. So she, uh, she, it's her versus Cheetah. And, you know, Cheetah's holding her own. But they all know, and by they all, I mean uh, Grundy and Creeper both know that they're going to have to hold her off too. And it's, it's going to take all three of them. And even then, between the three of them, they're probably still not going to beat her. But they're going to be able to create some time so that Team 2 can get these kids off to safety. 
So, um, that's that's the idea. That's the idea. Uh, <laughs> team two, they run into a whole bunch of problems, and then, um, like I said, I'm not gonna get into all of this because it gets it gets kind of emotional. Tom Taylor knows how to bring the emotion. It gets kind of emotional, and yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna make you cry on your way to work while you're at work. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, whew. let's just put it this way, there aren't too many survivors, um, uh, but we, we, we do get, um, <laughs> some return characters and some familiar faces that it is good to know is alive, uh, just, uh, I guess I will go ahead and say that, you know, Wonder Woman does take out all three, uh, in, in a fantastic fashion, and seeing Grundy go was definitely the hardest because he the whole time he's just not the orphans, not the orphans. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, Red Hood and all them they they arrive to what is known as the post-apocalyptic Eden, and they are greeted by Poison Ivy and Harley and Doctor Fate and Constantine and Zatanna. Oh, and hmm. <laughs> I tell you what, this is, uh, it was, it was, that's how you end a fucking three-parter, man. That's how you end a three-parter. It's so good. I can't wait for the sequel. And yes, I know that there's some digital firsts going on as well, and from what I understand, it's really just kind of a recap of what Deceased has been so far through the eyes of Jimmy Olsen, with a little bit of new new as well. Uh, I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to hop on uh, digital releases yet. I haven't made that decision. We'll we'll that uh, we'll know more when we get closer to that time. But so that's what it is. That's what it is. That's been the recap. Um, I know it's been kind of a shorter episode, but uh, yeah, just gotta ease y'all into it. I haven't. I did enjoy what I read this week. I I really did. So um, don't have any honorable mentions to talk about. I do have a wall book. I must bring up. And, uh, yeah, man, fucking deceased popped off their, uh, variants like they do, like they do. Oh, I guess I do have an honorable mention. What am I saying? I've got Dollhouse Family, number six. I just, for whatever reason, I don't have number four in my collection, so I've got to go through and pick up number four, and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll binge this one. So that's my honorable mention. But as far as wall books go, um, fucking Francesco Matina. Put out an amazing uh, Deadshot variant. It's fucking incredible. So, wall book of the week for sure. Um, I gotta give interiors to. Uh, actually, I gotta give interiors to Ludocrats. I really recommend <laughs> Ludocrats just for visual storytelling sake. Stokely fucking kills it on that. And like I said, very Rick and Morty like. Um. The book of the week, my recommendation of the week is obviously Deceased Unkillables. I think as long as that title is ever a part of anything, it's going to win everything as far as... And when I say win, I, I mean be my most recommended. It's not a contest. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at this week. It has been fun talking with you all again. Um, I urge you all to jump on the Cheers to Comics Facebook group because we're going to start getting those Facebook group discussions going again. Right now, the discussion I have floating around is uh, who's the next 
Spidey, version of Spidey you want to see um, that hasn't been seen yet on the big screen. So I've got some good answers so far, but I want, I'd like to have uh, some more answers added to it. So cheers to comics on Facebook. You can also now find me in there popping off some comics, man. Uh, you can find cheers to comics now has a auction page as well. So I, Brian Wayne, will be sharing out those uh, those feeds as they happen within um, the cheers to comics Facebook group as well as nsclivetv.com. Um, support this podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash cheers to comics. I have been informed that the shirts are finished and will be shipping out, uh, today as I record this podcast. So yeah, um, there'll be some new tiers added soon. I can't wait for you guys to see these shirts. I'm excited to see them myself actually. Um, but yeah, they're going to be exclusive to patrons only for, quite some time actually so if you want yourself a shirt you're gonna have to be a patron or uh know a guy <laughs> uh also leave five star reviews five star reviews wherever you can leave five star reviews but more than anything apple the overlord of podcasts they who decide what is popular i guess so yes please 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 leave those reviews say something funny say something witty say something sincere and uh, do it behind five stars, and I will definitely acknowledge that. I take all of my reviews very seriously, all criticism very seriously. So yeah, if there's something that uh, you want to see or listen to here that maybe I'm not talking about, um, just leave five stars, and uh, I'll fucking do my best to make that happen. Or whatever it is, or you fucking sing praises. You know, that's that's usually what one does behind a five-star review. I'm like a good ego stroke every once in a while. On that note, thank you, Slurds, for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned for more action. Action? Uh-oh, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Uh, <laughs> there'll be another episode here in a couple of days. We're going to talk about the next books coming out on the Polis Priorities, and then stay tuned for uh, an amazing creator corner on on the, the next Monday. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the lineup. It's been great talking new books with you again. <laughs> so great. As always, you slurs read responsibly. Cheers, the fuckers. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone, I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Green Freedom Podcast. Do you want to listen to the number one gaming podcast on Podchaser? Of, of course, course you, you do. do. Wait, wait. Is that us? Did you check that? There's comedy, gaming, and movies. Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'd panic. That was, that was <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>